This podcast is provided for general information only and assumes a certain level of knowledge of financial markets. It is not an invitation to make an investment and should not be construed as advice. The views in this podcast are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily reflect those of Investec Asset Management. Value of investments can fall as well as rise and losses may be made. With me now is Vivian Tabra, Portfolio Manager for the Investec Emerging Market Fixed Income Team. We're going to talk about the Brazil election process, which is underway at the moment. But Vivian, before I do that, I want to read something from one of the UK newspapers recently published, and it's pertaining to an IMF report which has recently been released. It says the following, Emerging economies are at risk of capital flight at levels unseen since the financial crisis, and markets are complacent about financial conditions, according to the global lender of last resort. Developing markets, it goes on to say, in including Turkey, Argentina and several Asian countries are at risk of a sudden drop-off in foreign investor confidence. This could trigger so-called capital flight where assets from these markets are suddenly abandoned. This could total 100 billion US dollars or more and be similar in magnitude to the global financial crisis. That's the IMF, the International Monetary Fund's Global Financial Stability Report. So I suppose, Vivian, the last thing you need is the insidious hand of uh, politics intervening in what is already a potentially fragile situation. But that's exactly what we've got in Brazil at the moment. Can you characterize what's been going on as we have just completed the first round of the Brazilian electoral process? Yes. So in, in Brazil, what we've landed up with is we've landed up with an incredibly polarized election with the far right, Bolsonaro, coming through with an, almost a win in the first round, 46%. And then the left, the PT party, which is the imprisoned ex-president Lula's party, Haddad coming in with 29.3%. So what we've landed up with is we've landed up with the center really losing votes and the race becoming quite polarized. So if we look at Bolsonaro, for example, he's, he's being quipped as being the tropical Trump in some quarters, sort of very far right. And then we've got Haddad on the left-hand side, which socially policies are, are much better but on the economic front. They've not been well managed in the past by the PT. So what has happened here is we've got a very divisive campaign. We've got quite extreme outcomes with the market really wanting Bolsonaro to win because of his market-friendly economic minister pick and being worried about what would happen to the Brazilian economy if Haddad comes through. But given what happened in the first round, the market is now largely discounting a Bolsonaro win. Yes, okay, so Bolsonaro, make Brazil great again, lots of Trump traits as well, and a controversial figure. I mean, this is all very well for the markets to like it, just like they've liked Mr. Trump's presidency so far, and for a very good reason, it appears. But in the longer term, in your opinion, is this a good thing? Well, probably not. We'd like to have seen more centrist candidates come through that could balance things a little bit better. What we have had into the first round as well is we've had the congressional seats determined and we've also had the Senate seats determined. And what we have seen there as well is we've seen much more fragmentation, particularly in the Senate. So this means that it's going to be a difficult environment to get reform through, even if you have a pro-reform government um, in place because in Brazil you have to work within coalitions, you have to co-opt different congressmen in to, to getting the reforms through. So Brazil is facing a very challenging situation regardless of who comes in on the 28th of October. Yes, the media attention around Mr. Bolsonaro is, has been for various reasons because of his controversy, also because of his so-called illiberalism. But you say in your piece, you say his economic policies are much more moderate. So there's all this bluster because of the electioneering. But on the other hand, when he sits down behind the desk, should he be appointed, then maybe things will tone down a bit. 
Well, that's what we have to see. And maybe market expectations are a little bit high at the moment. We have had some news overnight about a corruption um, investigation into his finance pick, Paolo Guedes, and that could derail things. But what we are looking at here is we're looking at an environment where we may have more moderate, more market-friendly economic policy, but Bolsonaro is definitely not going to push forward a more liberal, more moderate social agenda. So, you know, there's there's two different sides to the coin, but for the moment, the market is focusing on what would happen on the economic side given that Brazil really has to adjust the trajectory of their debt to GDP. They need to do fiscal reform and particularly they need to do social security reform. How bad is the economy at the moment in in Brazil? How bad has it become since the heady days when it was a poster country for emerging markets? Well, Brazil's had a torrid time over the last couple of years going into the financial crisis and emerging out of the financial crisis. We did see some strong growth initially, but then we saw Dilma in charge. We saw the economy fall back into recession. We saw her impeachment. And then now we've seen a gradual recovery, but Brazil is growing at relatively slow rates. So this year, growth in Brazil is likely to be around 1.4% and around 2.4% next year if you look at the IMF forecast. So it's it's growing at a relatively slow pace relative to its potential and how it grew in, in sort of the heady Lula times that you refer to. So it's a more challenging environment for Brazil, more challenging domestically and more challenging globally. I have this fantasy in my mind where I think of sharp-suited traders and proprietary traders in emerging market on emerging market desks and investment banks around the world and they have a look at what's going on in Brazil or Turkey or Argentina and they've got a big red button which says sell emerging markets. So if something bad comes out of the Brazilian election or something that they perceive to be bad for Brazilian markets and therefore emerging markets, they press the sell button and everyone gets caught up in it, whether it be Turkey, Argentina or even the Republic of South Africa's bond markets or whatever. How important, in my long-winded way, is Brazil to the emerging market scene and emerging market sentiment globally? Brazil is quite important given the size of the economy. Remember, it's sort of a top 10 global economy. So any negative impact that we see on Brazil will filter through into broader EM and risk sentiment. So we do need to be cognizant of that. But after saying that, I think what happens in the in the U.S. and what happens to global financial conditions is going to continue to be a bigger driver of overall emerging market sentiment than just Brazil on its own. Let's get back to practicalities now. The first round is over. What's the next step? When are we going to know who's in charge of Brazil, this incredibly important country? We will know on the 28th of October who will be in charge of Brazil. The market and the pundits out there are saying that um, Bolsonaro now has a 75 to 80% probability of winning and we concur with that it is still going to be a bit of a dirty race and there's likely to be some noise as we move through the next sort of two and a half two and a half weeks we have the first poll um, since the first round coming out tonight and we're expecting Bolsonaro to show around a 55% voter intention versus 45% to Haddad so you know the race is certainly not over for Haddad um, and there could be upsets and that could have an impact on on the market which will be closely watching the evolution of these polls. But the reality is, given the makeup that we saw in Congress and given what the polls are telling us at the moment, it's very likely that Bolsonaro will be the next president of Brazil. Vivian, thanks so much for your analysis. That's Vivian Tabor, a portfolio manager for the Investec Emerging Market Fixed Income Team. In South Africa, Investec Asset Management is an authorised financial services provider.